Last time on Down Abbey, Carson and Hughes finally got married. Branson returned from Boston to stay with the family again. Edith and Bertie reconnected and worked together to help Edith put out her magazine the next day after her editor walked out. And Violet and Isabel are still working against each other on what to do with the hospital. We'll see how well that turns out this week and more on the Lords of Grantham podcast. And hello, we are back again. Yes, indeed. And it's hot out. It's almost July Fourth when we're recording this. Yeah, this is a this is going to be a real hot off the presses episode. Yeah, we just had an experience. We did. Well, let's let's get into it a little bit. Yeah, we're gonna have a full episode on this next week, but mm-hmm. it's it's wild. We just had a bogus journey. La- uh, we more actually excellent adventure, excellent adventure. Let's correct. Yeah, it really wasn't a bogus journey. It no. was an excellent adventure. It was an excellent adventure. We are among the first Americans to consume the High Clear Castle gin. Yeah, legally. Yeah, <laughs> we we are sober right now, but we drank some earlier. We didn't drink enough to get us drunk, but we drank no. some. No, drive drive responsibly. We uh, we. We'll get into detail next week, but we met today with Adam and Chris from High Clear Castle Gin and Cigars, mm-hmm. and we went in there with the anticipation of just saying hi and shaking hands, and they said they were going to give us stuff to sample. We wound up interviewing Adam, the CEO, mm-hmm. for like 45 minutes. So That's, that's next gonna, week's podcast. That's going to be a very special podcast next week. So The CEO of High Clear Castle Gin and Cigars... Uh, Adam. Adam von Guten. Yeah. Gutkin. Good people. Yeah. Great gin. Good cigar. We had fun. And, yeah. Uh, Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are big time, baby. Yeah. It it, it felt like uh it was a it was a nice surprise uh, because recently I saw uh, on Instagram that Highclere Castle posted about a new gin that they were releasing, and Dave took it upon himself to visit the website of Highclere Castle Gin. Spotted that they are located in Essex, Connecticut, which is just about an hour drive from where we usually record this podcast. And Davey reached out over a contact, and they actually answered. And then they had us over here there today, which yeah. was quite an experience. And it was one of those things that it could only happen on a day when it's right before a holiday. Mm-hmm. People are kind of hanging out, relaxing. We got in there. We got a very in-depth interview about. Uh, it's it's not very Downton heavy. It's very much just High Clear Castle heavy. Yeah. So if you're fans of that and you want to hear more about the the Carnarvon, the Carnarvons, sorry, I just butchered that. Uh, the Carnarvons and their involvement with all that. This is a legit operation, and yeah. I, I can't believe they actually welcomed us there to to be part of it. So yeah, I really thought they were gonna like, oh hey, you guys, you idiots. All right, bye. But no, they were very nice to us. So yeah, yeah, really. Can't appreciate it enough, and you'll be seeing some more posts about it on our uh, social media coming up, and uh, you'll be hearing more about it next week. Yeah, so stay tuned mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. Any other news while we're here? Um, you know, we did a, a poll recently on Instagram, Instagram uh, where there's a new photo, there's a new poster of Bates and Anna for the movie, and in the picture, 
Bates is smiling. He is beaming in the in this poster, and he's a happy guy. Yeah, and I posted to our Instagram story IG glow up with a vague, you know, it's a vague question, uh, but with a, a slider. It was a slider poll where if you wanted to see the IG glowed up, you could slide the British flag all the way to the right. So, you know, based on those responses, we would change the image from Bates, uh, you know, <laughs> stern Bates, stern Bates to happy, happy Bates, <laughs> happy happy Bates, and. I don't know if we we got enough of a I don't know uh, there there's it, the the slider was there people liked the IG glow but I don't know I don't know if we should change the photo to beaming baits it it, it won you have to it's I, I need to get a high definition photo to to make it our our picture because it's well, not the movie posters you got to get a tit dot tiff well I, okay I, I need someone to cut and copy a, a high quality version of uh, Bates's face there to make it our Instagram profile picture. Well, that'd be great. Sure. Okay. Well, we'll we'll work on that. You gotta respect what the fans ask for. And we, for those of you on Patreon, our Patreon listeners, heard us put that up live in the moment. Yeah. 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 So we reviewed the movie posters on our uh, bonus episode this month for the Patreon podcast. Yeah, we have another two coming up in uh, the next several weeks. It's July now, so we are officially owed. Or owing our listeners another one. Yeah, we owe it to ourselves to have another one. Yeah, we do. Uh, <laughs> so. That's all we need is more recording. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but here we are. We are in the throes of season six. We're entering the halfway point of season six. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that gives us about a month of episodes left. And then you know, the movie will be here before you know it. So we're getting there. Uh, yeah. We're, we're getting almost there. there. Yeah. Uh, so should we get to the episode, Dave? Sure. I watched this a little while ago. We had a little bit of a scheduling conflict, so yeah, a, you'll have to do a lot of the leading here, and I'll jump in where I can. Yes. Dave watched it a week and a half ago, and I just thought we weren't going to record because Dave texted me at 3.30 in the afternoon. I just thought it was just too late in the day. Oh. I had to get... Well, it, well, it was well, definitely too late in the day. I just wouldn't, As I, it is. I wouldn't have gotten home until the cows came home, so... I just, what, what time is that? Around eight o'clock. Oh, that's when they come home in New York. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's where I, the cows I, in New York. Yeah, I need to get out. Get, get back with the cows in New York. Um, so, anyways, here we are now, season six, episode four. Uh, so this episode, it's uh, it's following Carson and Hughes's wedding. Yep. So they're on uh, their honeymoon. Yes, in Scarborough. Uh, I guess uh, Robert offered for them to stay somewhere more locally, but they took it upon themselves to go further away. I imagine Hughes had a say in that where yeah, they ended up. Robert is, they're still a little sore about them not like accepting their hospitality. So get over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're their own people. Um, and people are still adjusting to calling the Hughes and Carson the Carsons. Yeah, it's a great subplot. <laughs> so funny, I'm sure, to, to uh, Julian to write that in there. Oh, the Carsons. Oh, man. Uh, that'll, eh, that's cute. Um, do you want to start upstairs, downstairs, Dave? Um, we could start with, what do we think? Let's just go upstairs. Upstairs, sure. So Violet is meeting with Miss Shackleton because she's looking for support on her endless battle with keeping the name on the hospital mm-hmm. and not giving it over to the, the royals or whoever is going to take it over with their modern equipment. And she's just basically giving her a... a primer saying like this is what's gonna happen mm-hmm. you gotta be on my side yeah it doesn't seem like Shackleton is completely sold on this because she's like well aren't you denying people of modern uh you know equipment and, and Violet's like 
yeah, but who knows what else they could do in there? You know, they're they're putting their own footprint on this whole thing, so it keeps going. But I, I think the the bigger point of bringing in Miss Shackleton is her uh, her nephew shows up. Finally, yes, we get Mr. Talbot, Mr. Henry Talbot, the race car driver. Yes, Matthew, Matthew Good rolls up to to the manor. More like Matthew Great. I guess so. I mean, if you want to play with his name, sure. Uh, I was I was so happy to see Matthew Good. Yeah, it's been so we haven't seen him since the Christmas special. Mm-hmm. So they they saved enough money in between those episodes to afford Matthew Good for the the long haul of the show, presumably. We'll see. It's yeah, that one. he could just disappear again. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he he meets up. He starts talking to Mary. They they do the thing in this episode where they do like a slow push on Mary. She like loses her breath. You can literally see like when this guy walks in the room, like that's the guy. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. That's Mary. Yeah, they should have put played some music. What? Some like uh, you know, like and any any of those cartoons or things when you see the the cute person, they like. Slow mo with some dramatic romantic music. Do that. Just make it very nineties stylized. Why not? Yeah, sure. Why not? You know. Uh, so yeah, he's there, and they they hit it off. They're doing well. She keeps talking more about his racing, and he's like, you know, you you talk like this is something you know you don't hear much about or whatever. And she's like, oh, I've been through a lot of things, you know. Yeah, she's lived. Yeah. And people in in the room are already trying to like put them together. Yeah, they, they can they can see what's going on, and, and the funny thing about Talbot though is he's not an heir, so he's not necessarily rich. Mm-hmm. He's just got he's handsome, he's rich in looks, <laughs> which I think has his own currency, right? Absolutely, sure. Yeah. Uh, so where do they go? They go to like the club of cars or something. There's a, a like the drivers club. Yeah, the Royal Drivers Club or something like that. It's pretty recent. Where there's like a band playing up in a balcony far away. Which I thought was a nice little touch. I think this is the only time in history where someone could have been taken to like a car thing, a, a woman taking a car to the, a car thing, and just it been considered like romantic. If you drink, if you bring a, a lady to a car show today, unless she she really loves cars, there's odds that she'll just be like, "Why are you taking me to this?" Mm-hmm. And they're at this dinner, and he's like, "I hope you won't mind if I make a pass later at the end of the night." And she's like, "I'm flattered, but I won't accept." Yeah. And it's like, come on, Mary. They're getting along real well. Well, I mean, maybe that's because he took her to a car thing. Don't take her to a car show or a car exhibit hall or whatever it was. They're really playing. I know they're playing it weird. With the, like, they're making it so so Talbot has no clue, but we're supposed to keep the fact that Matthew got killed in a car crash From in him. the forefront of our mind. I guess. But you're watching these shows with like 30 characters. It's pretty easy to just like not think about that and the you know the further we get in time the more cars are normal you know yeah so to me it's just a little odd watching and being like oh i'm supposed to be aware of the fact that mary's a little hesitant because he's a car driver Mm -hmm. but at the same time it just feels irrational when you don't say it is irrational the right word or is it more just like uh i don't know you're doing he's asking a lot of legwork of us remember things yeah and it's not it's not that it's like a lot it's just annoying yeah because like, these two are a good couple and that's oh the deal breaker is this thing that happened four seasons ago like and it was literally what felt like a different show yeah because I, I think the thing is is that we're not really seeing that conveyed in mary's face any of like the remembrance that like 
Matthew died in the car crash. Mm -hmm. But I think it's implied like this is going to be a thing where she's like hesitant about him because of the cars and stuff. Yeah. I guess we've just been through Gillingham and Blake. So it's sort of like that was so much drama that it's kind of like, oh, so we're just going back to Matthew. I, yeah, sure. Emotionally I, speaking, I anyway. guess. I mean, well, I mean, it makes sense. It, it does make sense, but it just it, seems a little half baked. More so, there should be at least a scene where she states her issue with it, even I, if it's just to Anna or something like that. Yeah, just at least say it out loud. Like this is a, a bit of an issue because I feel like yeah, Julian is alluding to it, but he doesn't want to bring it out because he probably thinks it'll upset fans to think of Matthew being gone. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, we'll see if she goes back to the Royal Automobile Automobile Club. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. Dave, would you ever take a date to the Royal Automobile Club? No, I don't know anything about cars. I'm not a car guy. You drive a stick shift. That's that. That's, that's enough. What What do they say about uh, uh about they, Henry? Uh, well, no. Robert says about um, a handsome smile and a hand on the gear stick. Yeah, and, and Robert says to Violet, "What do you know about cars?" And she's like, "I know about cars. <laughs> Nothing." Yeah. Or, no. Mary needs more than a handsome smile and a hand on the gear stick, which is what Violet says. And Robert says, "What do you know about a gear stick?" Is and Violet says, I know more than you think. That's the exchange. Really, though? <laughs> Who knows? I would love to see Violet try and drive a car. That would be a, probably a disaster, but that would be a fun episode. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in the movie. Uh, Keeping on the subject of uh, cars, seems as though somebody has an interest in getting into the car biz. They do? Tom Branson. What, what, what's that? He wants to get into cars. I thought he was already in the car business in Boston with his brother. Yeah, but he wants nephew. to get into yeah. the car business at Downton. Oh, I missed that scene. Yeah. When did that happen? He says that he wants to get in, into cars. That's it and that's all, right? It's sort of like a very Branson-y thing. You know, he's saying like Talbot sort of piqued his interest. He says he kind of wants to get something going, not just on the house, but fixing up cars, selling car parts. Who's he and, say this to? I forget, Mary. I watched this episode a lot <laughs> a while ago. All right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, so they talked to him about his business over there, and he just said he missed Downton. I mean, they, they at the top of the episode, it's like, what are you doing back here, Branson? And he's like, just missed it. And so, like, the business was doing okay over there, I guess. Business was booming. Yeah. So maybe he's going to, yeah, bring that car stuff over here. But, uh, all right, Branson, welcome back. Uh, I it, do, seemed, it seemed like a real, would, a real easy out to get. Branson back. Yeah, it's like they didn't miss a step. Like, oh yeah, he's here and he's just going to resume his uh, what he was doing. Like, Mary will still be the agent, but he'll kind of help out. And it's like, all right, so we're just going to act like the past three or four episodes and that whole build up to him leaving was like nothing. Okay, cool, great, thanks, Julian. Yeah, like not much time has passed. Uh, I do, think that all you have to do is say Sibby was upset. He did though. I thought, but you need to like really hammer it in. Yeah, yeah. So he didn't he say Sibby wants to be you know he wants Sibby to grow up with her family. Yeah. Kind of diminishes Branson, I think, a little bit. Yeah, he went his own way, and it, then he just changed his mind. And usually, he's a guy who sticks to his guns. But I, then I guess it means it means something that the Crawleys broke him. Yeah, I do like that. Mary says no more Miss Buntings. Hopefully, yeah, that was good. <laughs> I was very happy about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think we all agree. I feel sorry for the the woman who plays Miss Bunting. I don't. She was okay actress. Yeah, but it's sort of like uh, Carson's wife in real life. Played Umbridge in Harry Potter, and she did that so well, I like kind of hate her. Oh yeah, yeah. Where it's like, if I saw the lady who played Miss Bunting at like a Comic Con, I would not go up for an autograph. Yeah, I guess, yeah, that's true. You just got to divorce. I gotta see her in another role to d- divorce her from that character. I think. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know the other thing too about 
the other thing too with Branson in this episode is like uh, he has to handle some certain business with uh, U Tree Farm, and then like you know they resolve that. Then we'll get to that later. But like they're like, oh, did you consult Mary on that? And he was like, yeah, she was uh, annoyed, but you know I handled it for this <laughs> bit of land. And it's like that's a whole point of like you know like you being gone and coming back. Oh, that could be drama right there, Julian. And you just pretty much handled it off scene. Like, uh, well, okay, all right, okay, Branson's back. Welcome back, brother. That's it, and that's all. That's, yeah, there's really not too much else to say. Yeah. Fairy tale boy number two. Yes. Uh, the other thing going upstairs, um, there really isn't that much going on upstairs. Really. Yeah, uh, really not much. I mean, there's more it, hospital drama. It, yeah, that that's not, that's hasn't changed since last week. It's just gone going. It just blows up at dinner. Oh right, uh, but didn't it do that last week too? Did it do it last time? It's oh, it's blowing up all the time. But it's it's no new conversation. It's the same conversation of just like, well, we don't want to give up our name in the hospital, but we need new equipment. Great. But uh, Shackleton does not support Violet. Yeah, she doesn't really give. She's all like, her wait support. a minute, we got to hear both sides of this before Violet's like, I thought I brought you here to be on my side. How many weeks of Violet being uh, realizing that she's alone in this fight? Do we need to see? <laughs> well, it's like how we need. All these people to desert her immediately, and then we need other people to slowly desert her, and then her backup does not support her. Yeah, this should. I, I'd love to see this resolved next episode. I don't know. Wait, I hope this is not a season wide arch arc arc. Yeah. Well, the one benefit of this episode: no Danker or Sprat. I was kind of waiting for Danker or Sprat, though. Really, I was relieved. I, I. It, oh, I wasn't. I'm not saying I wasn't relieved, but I'm. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we do see Edith driving Rosamond. Uh, Rosman tells her about a college where she's a trustee if she wants to suggest her as one. Oh, yeah. This is very interesting. I guess. I mean, it's just one scene of it. What does it lead to, really? It leads to the trustee coming to visit Downton with her husband uh, husband and wife. Big return to Downton Abbey. Oh, that's who the trustees were? I did not connect that dot at all. Wow, geez. Because I was so confused. Like, who are these people? Oh, wow. I didn't connect that at all. Yeah. Gwen is back, baby. Yes, yeah, from the formerly from the downstairs, she is back for the first time. Well, the only person to visit ever, and it's not really a visit, huh? It's not really a visit to visit. It's a oh, she yeah. didn't realize what was going to happen. Yeah, she didn't realize she was going to the down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gwen is a uh, Jon Snow's wife, right? Yeah, from Game of Thrones. That's what yes. I thought. Yeah, yeah. They do her up. Like, she does look very of the time that I was like, oh, it could be somebody. I forgot that she even came back. I, yeah, I, I remember she came back. Yeah, I forgot about that. So she, this is after she was on Game of Thrones, and she just had time in her schedule. Rose, is her name Rose? I know her name as an actress, but because she's in, like, the Good Wife spinoff show and stuff. She's been around. Uh, but, yeah, good to see her. She's doing well for herself. She was a sec- she recap she recaps us on the intervening thirteen years that she's been gone from down yeah jeez the twelve years uh so she was a secretary out of the telephone company which really helped because the telephones blew up who who would have guessed they, they they became a thing um and then during the war she met this guy and then started working with him and being with him and all that stuff yeah through the phone company and she just started they this started trying to help women like her yeah and this leads to Tom. Barrow trying to throw her under the bus. Yes, because he is in place of Carson right now. Yep. And he's upstairs and he sees her and he is jealous. Yeah. 
you know, he some guys get jealous sometimes. That's true. I mean, yeah. he seems to be he's just at an all time low as far as morale. You know, he's had some bad interviews. Mm-hmm. He, he has just, no friends. He has no friends. He's trying to be friendly. Man, you think about it. He really doesn't have any friends. Like, you just go through the downs. Baxter. That's Baxter's about trying, but he doesn't yeah. want Baxter for some reason. Right. When he, Baxter, they have the scene where Baxter's like, I wish I could be like you. Nothing affects you. And he's like, oh, everything affects me. <laughs> I'm affected by everything. I chose the wrong path. He did. <laughs> he well, did. He talks about how, you know, Gwen got out of it and look at her now. And here he is. Is there any what's wrong with me kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he takes it upon himself to try and bury her because um, he makes a reference to her when he's serving her like, oh, you remember how it was or whatever or something along, along those lines. And then someone says, what? <laughs> and who runs downstairs? Uh, Mr. Barrow landed her in it. Was it Anna or someone goes downstairs and says that? Andy? Andy? Or no, it's uh, Mosley. Mosley says that. Uh yeah, so then Glenn has to explain her life story and everything, and as what happened, and they're all kind of excited to see that Gwen pulled herself up by her bootstraps and she made something of herself. Well, this whole thing is all about how Sybil was. Yeah, so yes. it turns into a big love letter for Sybil, where you know, like I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Sybil, and then everyone's like, "Oh, it, it's so nice to know that Sybil's goodness is, is so you know, everlasting." Yeah, yeah. Remember that time we fell in the mud. I was with her that time. Like, oh, we didn't. It just shows how disconnected these people. I mean, Sybil was a, a little bit of a rogue. Yeah. Remember that time Sybil was punched? This, I was there for that. <laughs> this is a good episode for making us remember the past and like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Try to, it's like Matthew and the car and this. And there was one other thing though, even more than the car thing. There was something else that was making me think of earlier seasons and I can't put my finger on it. We'll, we'll get there. Okay. All right. But yeah, it was nice seeing Gwen. And I think that, I mean, we didn't need to wrap up her story or anything else, but it was just nice to see her. Yeah. And then she goes downstairs and she says hello to everybody. And it's, I'm a little surprised that more people aren't on Barrow's side because I think this is a time where service jobs are sort of fizzling away slowly. And well, I mean, it was one of their old friends, you know, you wish well, them the best. So it's exciting to see that they made yeah, something. Yeah. That's one thing that they, they, you would assume that the amount of time that they spend off camera around each other. They're kind of like roommates. Yeah. But you'd think there might be somebody who's like, you know, don't rub it in. Yeah. But I guess there's only one heel downstairs. Right. It's just Barrow. And as Isabel says, she calls it a 20th century story. Yeah. It's like, it's a good story. And then, um, when the Carsons come home from their honeymoon. Well, 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 before that though, Robert takes a moment to say to Thomas. Yeah. That's what I was getting to. Well, all right. He does that at that moment. Right. Oh and yeah. Yeah. He's like, I, I thought you were doing this to to get one over on her, and, and that's not something I like. Yeah. It's like, poor Barrow. I mean, I know that's not a good look. But. Yeah, he says, you know, you see Barrow? Carson is a kind man. <laughs> you, it, would ta- it would help for you to learn something from that. It's like, wow, so you just don't think Thomas is a kind man. All right, I mean, that's fair. Uh, so, yeah. Thomas's uh, stay in uh, Carson's stead, uh... Okay, aside from him trying to, you know, bury He's Glenn. kind of a, 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 a bad, he's not a bad guy, a jerk a little bit. He's just in a bad spot right now. Yeah, and, and it's really not good to give him, like, ultimate power for a week yeah. when he's in the worst professional point of his life. Absolutely. This guy has been through a lot. Yeah. I don't think we give him enough credit for not, you know, not, like, doing more bad things, considering he he 
shot up all those drugs in his butt trying to cure his his gay his homosexuality. Yes. Which is really depressing when you think about the fact that he can't just be himself. He freaking stole ISIS and hit her in the woods. He squandered his entire life savings on plaster, plaster dust. <laughs> the dumbest move in all of Down Abbey, I'd actually say. Now that we're in season six, that may have been the dumbest moment of any character almost. Sir Anthony is not dumber than that? That, and then also Edith believing that her cousin was that bandage guy. Ouija board's not dumber than that? Oh, that's true. Man, there's a lot. Daisy believing in the ghosts in the manor, too. Uh uh, yeah, there's a there's actually a list we can go through later on. <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's like a good like top ten. <laughs> yeah, Matthew not looking at the road when he was driving back to town, <laughs> yeah, just whistling and singing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> look at the keep your eyes on the road. Um, so we covered two big returns, Aaron Branson and Gwen, but we got another big return this no, week. No, it's not. No, this is again. We got Sergeant Willis back <laughs> here. <laughs> it's diminishing return. <laughs> I, was it? Yeah. I was so excited to get this. We, we, well, I guess, again, the timeline. Yeah. I I watched this like two days after watching the last episode. So like, Willis is back. Jeez. But the funny thing is, Pat Moore makes reference to the fact that she has contact with Willis. Yeah, she got him to come down. She's, yeah, Pat Moore. Yeah. Well, I can think about this. What is this episode's budget? Is that why they had to cut <laughs> Spratt and Danker? They got Gwen. They got Talbot. Well, there's no budget and, for Willis. I, I keep wondering about this with the contracts. Like, how, where do they sign Willis to to show up again? Because it makes no sense for this, like, the local sergeant to show up. So, like, did they mistakenly sign, like, a two-episode contract where it's like, oh, wait, we got to use it. We got to get Willis in is here. Is he going to be in the movie? <laughs> the contract maybe dictates that he's going to be in the movie. I don't well, know. He's not doing anything else. He can be in the movie. Maybe he became an actual sergeant. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but also, I like how years ago in Down, when an officer showed up at Down, and it was so scandalous, and people gasped. Now Sergeant Willis shows up on a weekly basis. They're just like, oh, you know, the officer is back He's again. He's dancing with him. Yeah, this is just the norm here. Crime happens all the time at Downton Abbey. No one bats an eye anymore. At it. it just is what it is. That's where we are in season six. And now circling back to why uh, Willis is there, mm-hmm. Bates refers to it. As a nice change because it doesn't have to do with him. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. So uh, they want Baxter to testify against Who? the man. Baxter. Oh, I thought you said bastard. No. Baxter. Uh, Baxter. They want Baxter to testify against the the man who got her to steal the jewelry that put her in jail. Mm-hmm. She don't want to do it. She doesn't want to do it. No, Mo- but Mosley disagrees. This is her try- a chance to... You know, stand up against them or evil will triumph. Mm-hmm. And is she going to go through with it, Dave? She will, but it takes them a good part of the episode to get her to agree to it. Because they just keep saying, think of all the lives that that this man's ruined and we want to stop him and you can help. And Baxter's like, okay, fine. But it will hurt me to see him and deal with all this again. Yeah, you know, It's not like he's going to get to you. You're just going to look at him. Yeah. Sergeant Willis will be there. Yeah. You know, don't worry. Mosley can probably get the day off to go. Yeah. And that's that. And we'll see, you know? Yeah. I did worry that, like, something was going to come up against Baxter when I saw Willis again. Like, I forgot about, like, where they're going to yeah, find like, some what pra- is he doing back? What do we have yeah. left for him to do? Yeah. Um, but aside from that, the, the other big storyline downstairs is uh, Daisy uh, still trying to ruin... Her, you know, I don't know. She's just her mess. reputation is still at an uh, also yeah. like Barrow and all time low. Yeah, because of this stuff with the yew tree farms. Right. She 
assumed that, you know, they're just going to give it to Mr. Mason. She still thinks that's what's going to happen. And now she's slowly realizing, oh, maybe that wasn't the case. Maybe I'm mistaken. And it's like she was the one who started talking way too soon. Yeah. And then started assuming all these people agreed this was the good thing. Mm -hmm. So now she's like hot. And she's like, I'm going to go make a scene. And they're like, no, don't do it. Don't go make a scene. Right. So the whole episode, she's just complaining about making a scene. Yeah. As Pat Moore says, you couldn't be harder on those potatoes if you wanted them to confess to spying. Yeah. Zinger. So, spoiler alert, everybody upstairs agrees that Mr. Mason is a good call. Yeah. Like, Mary's not in the room, but this is where Branson takes it upon himself to make the executive decision without her. And so they're going to give it over to Mr. Mason. So as, uh, and Daisy keeps going to Branson and saying, like, you were one of us. You used to know this. Like, come well, on. I mean, she does it once. She, you know, she says to him, like, you, you know, it's for the father of a World War One veteran who died who was my husband. So is that why you were thinking about older Downton episodes? Because of William yeah, talking? Yeah, that's what it was. Yes. Um, which was a nice callback. It was very fitting. Um, and so as she's getting ready to get fired up for Cora, yes, they all walk in and say like, oh, we just wanted to congratulate you. What a coincidence. We're so happy for you. And Daisy's like, okay. Uh, she shuts up and runs away. She yeah. she scurries away. And then they're like, what was that about? Gosh, Daisy. Well, you just lucked out from making yourself a real fool. Yeah. No more, no more Miss Buntings, as Mary said. No more Miss Buntings. So get out of there, Daisy. Yeah, we don't need that. Yeah. And another... And then, but Mason comes in there and he sees it and he's he's so excited though. It is nice to see Mr. Mason be like, that's going to be mine right there. Gonna- yeah, for the next five years that I'm alive. <laughs> How old do you think he is? I feel like he's... <laughs> I would say he's 70, but I don't... So, I mean, you look at... Well, how old is William? 20? Yeah. So, like, okay. So, we'll say Mr. Mason was 55 at the time. Oh, I guess this is, about like, what, seven, eight, ten years since William died? So, he's 10 years on from that. So, he's at least 60. Yeah. Probably older. An old 60. He looks old. Yeah. He looks, like, at least 70, but I'm sure they're trying to make us think he's younger than that. Yeah. Or maybe he had William old. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Not me. But Daisy saying. hooked him up. All it all paid off after all this time. Yeah, great. And then we have the Carsons returning, and we have Anna and Bates. Oh, that one. That one. Yep. So nothing it, much. Not, nothing much there. What are you talking about? I mean, Anna gets a stomach pain, and yes. Mary says, "Game on." Yeah, time to ship you up to London. So they go to London and they get it done. It gets done. And then Anna's okay. And then they're back. And then Mr. Bates. Well, that moment. Mr. Yeah. Bates is like, Anna, why you went to London, Anna? And she's like, my news is good news. And he's like, yippee. Yeah, no, because he is already assuming the worst. Like, oh, I know why you went to London because something bad happened. Mm-hmm. And. No, and then he has that forced smile again. It just ne- looks so unnatural on his face where he's just literally in pain as he stretches his face out to f- make a smile. But, uh, you know, Bates is happy because he knows it's coming. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they, they even do the whole thing where they have to hide Anna to get her away really fast from Bates. And he's like, oh, you know, I'm sure it'll be okay. What are you like, I'll figure it out. He, 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 feel, he knows something is up, but he lets Anna do her business and now... We may get kids here soon. Yep. Just what we need. 
Little Bates is running around. <laughs> she has like a litter somehow. It's like dogs. There's like 18 Little Bateses. Yeah. And they all just have grown Mr. Bates's face on a baby's body. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I would watch that show. I would not. I would absolutely not. Well, you don't have to. You could yeah. turn it off. Yeah. But now you were saying the Carsons return. They did return. They are not the Carsons. They are still Carson and Hughes, as they announce. <laughs> just professionally. That's actually a pretty forward-thinking thing when you think about it. Yeah. It's pretty forward-thinking that she would just say, call me by my maiden name. Yeah. It's weird to see Carson in clothes outside of his uh, his regular getup. He's just wearing a trench coat. And then he goes up into his old room with his, like, rinky bed. Mm-hmm. And he, like, pats it, like, oh... This is. I'm gonna be sleeping in you soon. So he's he's a guy who's probably at least sixty as well. Oh, absolutely. And he's like a good looking sixty though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's he's a grown man who's like, well, I guess it's time I move out of this dormitory and into a cottage. Like, all right, sure. Took you long enough, dude. Yeah, because he takes his name off the door. Yeah, his little slip, and he puts it in his pocket, which is very sweet. If he hadn't announced Carson Hughes, I would have announced. I would have assumed that. He was changing his last name to Hughes, and they'd be Hughes and Hughes. That would be very progressive. <laughs> but that's not like Carson. So are you taking this to assume that he's retiring? No, he's just moving. You think? They say he's going to the cottage. Oh, I didn't follow that. Yeah. All right. Jeez. I don't know. It just seems like it's such a solemn note. Like, is that really the hammer of the episode? Like, Carson sleeping in a new bed? Is that really what they want to leave us on? Well, he's in his married bed. Well, I would rather if see. He's that, trying to put the the. You want to get leave me with an emotional hammer? I want to see him getting in that married bed because I, I like <laughs> I don't have any attachment to his bed here. I was my attachment is to him and Hughes. So him getting in the bed with her, that's what I want to see for the end of the episode. That will make this me feel something. Doing on the honeymoon. Well, I don't want to see all of that. I just want to see him getting into that bed. I want to see the size <laughs> of that bed. I want to see like what he's moved in into. The cottage. Yeah. I don't know. We still haven't really seen this cottage. I want to see how nice it is. I believe we'll see it. <laughs> I hope so. Uh. I don't know. It's a it's a funny it's a funny note to leave out on if it's just him moving out of his twin bed. I think he's just being he's oh. reflecting. I mean, is that a twin bed? No, it's a full size. Hughes had a twin bed. Okay, because I was about to say a man his age should not have a bed that small. No, no. The other big thing we haven't talked about this episode though, the indigestion. It's getting oh, worse yeah. and worse. <laughs> he can't drink a port. Yeah, Robert is just firing up a storm this episode. Like. <laughs> If you just turn the volume loud enough on the episode, you'll hear it. Every time he like rolls his eyes, he just farted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he has more indigestion at the party, and he's not even probably drinking ports, right? Well, doesn't he say, I can't drink a port after the party? No, it's earlier in the episode he, he says he can't drink a port. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he's But prob- then he poots again at the party, so I don't know what he's putting in the system to make it happen. But he's pooting in the system? <laughs> yeah. That's what he's doing. That's, sure. Well, we'll see where that goes. Hopefully, he gets that cleared up. <laughs> just the, the Dumb and Dumber scene. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I don't know what's going on with Robert's indigestion. All, all of our friends at High Clear Castle Gin have just officially revoked all their their love for us with the fart joke. <laughs> yeah, just just knock it off. Just knock it off, guys. We're not not that professional. But I think that covers everything that happened in this episode. Yeah. Uh, was it a good episode? I did enjoy the episode. I thought the Gwen thing is a really nice plot towards the end of the show. Yeah. Like, I think they waste a lot of time with characters. Uh, I hate when shows towards the end waste their time on characters that don't have any weight. Like, Spratt and Danker have no Mm. hook to Downton as a whole. Yeah. And you waste half an hour of an episode with them trying to hide a convict or something. It's dumb. But when you bring back a character 
from the beginning who hasn't been on in like five years to do a little reflection. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm in on that. Yeah. No, I'm on the same page. Uh, it may sound like I was down on this episode, but I like that it was just a solid Downton episode where, yeah, we're not weighed down with all the stuff with Danker and Sprout. Don't need that. Don't need any more stuff with Marigold. This is the first episode, I think, in forever where we haven't really even referenced that. Like, that's I'm so thankful for that. And then, yeah, you get those ni- nice callbacks to the, pre- the to the history of the show, which is always nice to hear. So it's a it's a good episode for season six. It moves characters along and it does what it needs to do. Mm-hmm. Good job, Julian. You earned your paycheck. No, no birdie though. You know, you know, he's got <laughs> other magazines to work on and stuff. He had to go back, right? He had to travel back uh, to where he was. Yeah, that's right. He did. Good, good job writing him back. Yeah. Any good uh, quotes this episode? Um, Mary says that a monkey will type out of the Bible if you leave it long enough. <laughs> that's, that's a good line. That's what she says about a woman editor. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Anything else? Uh, during the dinner, they say, "How can I be presented?" Uh, excuse me, Lady Talbot says, "How can I be presented as an expert if I don't know the facts?" To which the Dowager says, "It's never stopped me." Mm-hmm. And let's see, anything else in there? All that all that is needed for evil to triumph is that good men do nothing. That's what Mosley says to Baxter. Yeah, that's that's pretty much that's yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, hallelujah! When uh, Carson shows up, you made me a happy man. Yeah. All right, let's just get to the rankings. All right. Who who's down, Dave? This was a very up week, so I will say was it down? It was a positive week. A lot of good stuff happened. Okay. Down on the 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 bottom of the bottom is Talbot. Okay. Henry. Sure. He He's like, I'm going to make a pass at you. And Mary's like, yeah, thanks. <laughs> Thank you, next. Okay. I'm not going to accept the pass. All right. That's fine. I have Baxter at number three. Baxter? Or just the conflict? Yeah, she doesn't want to be dragged into this thing. And she's got Mosley in her, her ear pushing her for this. Now, get out of here. She doesn't want any part of this. this is just gonna, I, I tell you, even though she's going to go through with it, she's not going to be happy. This ain't going to be good for Baxter. I think it will be. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> Sure, you, you. I'm on Baxter's side. I'm on. I'm on her side too, and I want to see the best for her. I don't think going through her past is going to help her. So, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. I have Violet at number two. Okay. More of the same. Sure. That's You're fair. losing your your attraction. Yeah. It's not going to be your hospital for long. Violet. Yeah, I had Violet as well. Good. Yeah, I wrote down Isabel's name, but I think I meant Violet. <laughs> yeah, Isabel, you, she really doesn't do anything negative this episode. No, I just had a blank in my mind. Yeah. And who do you have atop the bottom? Thomas. Yeah. He had a bad week. Made a fool of himself. Couldn't handle the power. Not at all. He, he should never let him replace Carson. He can't be replaced. I mean, in fairness, who else do you put in that position? <laughs> uh, not Mosley. Bates. Why not Bates? I guess Bates would be like a stern leader. Andy. I feel like every time we say, like, why, who else than Thomas, we always forget about Bates. Like, who could be an usher for uh, for Carson? Oh, yeah, Bates. But he's not. Nope. Nope. Not Mosley. Yep. Not Andy. It could be Mosley. He does all no, those jobs. couldn't be Mosley. Mosley's not a leader. It's for a week? I could say Baxter and Bates would be good. Okay. All right. Or Anna and Bates. Just the Bates. Just let them run the show. Yeah. Why not? So who do you got going up? I got Talbot at number three. 
You got oh, okay. I, yeah, maybe he was he didn't get the okay to he didn't get the green light from Mary. But I think uh, oh, that's a good car pun. Yeah, uh, I think he got on well there. I the way she couldn't breathe when she saw him enter the room. When you make a woman react like that, you got you got all the all you need. I don't need to know. We need to go on another date. You can't even breathe when you look at me. We're good. We're doing well here. All right. We'll see, Talbot. I got Mr. Mason at number three. Sure. He got the farm. Finally. He wasn't the one being... Dr- I did not put Daisy in my rankings because she doesn't deserve it. No. But Mr. Mason is just an old man who's, yeah. who's just been trying. And he got he got, and he got it. And, yeah. he's a, and he's a beloved character. I think he's a sleeper great character. Yeah. No, I hope he's in the movie. He's great. No, I hope he is the movie. <laughs> Well, number two, I have Mr. Mason. Hey. Hey, he's got a plot of land. What's Go. his first name? Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Mason. I think they announced that at some point, but I just... Was it, was it William? Was it like William Jr., William Sr.? I don't know. Billy? Don't give us a bad iTunes review for not knowing this. Yeah. All right, who's number two for you, Dave? Branson. He's back. He's got a, a ideas. He ain't doing anything. He's, he's exp- explained what he wants to do. And he made a decision regarding U Tree Farms and says, "I'll take the I'll take the the wrath of Mary if that's what it is." The only thing I've seen Mister Mister Branson do is keep up with the dad bod business. It's been in full effect since he you know before I he say left. What him. you you didn't notice the him talking about trying to get in the car game? He barely talked about getting in the car game, man. I thought he was talking about the car game in Boston. No, he talked about it here. All right, well we'll see if he gets in the car game. I bet he will. Okay, we'll see. We'll <laughs> Who's see. number one then? Gwen. You gave Gwen number one? Heck yeah, dude. She came back in full effect. She has a You gave a, a guest star number one? Guest star? You mean former cast member? She she made, she made glowed up. She got a, a job you don't, you don't throw season Willis, one? You don't throw Willis anything? What? Or you give Gwen points? You're going to give Willis number one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why would I give Willis anything? Because you're throwing these points. This We're in the season six. These points matter. Gwen's already on our rankings, dude. She's not going to crack anything. Well, this is... Important to Gwen. Like, she is she married? Or is she not married? She's with that guy. No, she's married to the guy. She's married to that guy. She's doing okay. She's happy to see her friends, and her friends are happy to see her. Give it to Gwen. I give it to the good news, Anna. I'll give her the good news when she has the kids, okay? She got the surgery. So, the, she so you're going have... gonna to toss her another three points when she delivers the kids? Yeah, absolutely, yes. That's, a, that's a... episodic television. That's when the... something good happens, you don't wait for it to... Get better, you uh, that you reward it. Okay, all right, we'll see. I, I, you know, it was it was good for her. I'm glad. I'm happy for her. <laughs> it don't seem like it. I, I just, I just know I'm going to give her three points down the line, and I don't need to do that right now. So you really keeping Anna off the rankings? Because but Gwen t- also, we didn't realize this entire time was leading this life, and she's doing really well for herself. If Carlisle came back next week, don't tell me you wouldn't have him on your uh, power rankings. Oh, if he came in with a. The entire subplot was that he's leaving and never coming back. <laughs> I'm not giving him points. Really? You would not give Carlisle points if he showed up next week? No. Wow. If, if he didn't affect the end game, we're in the end game, baby. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> that's season six, episode four. Yeah. Uh, we got the back half of season uh, six going on now. Uh, well, next week, we won't have the back half. We'll have that High Clear Castle gin. Oh, yes. And cigars. Yeah. And we're going to have a giveaway. Oh, That'll yeah. be all queued up and ready for maybe next week, maybe the week after. Hopefully next week. 
Yeah, we ain't giving it away next week, but we'll no, tell no, you about no. the we'll giveaway. We'll start the giveaway. Week. Yeah. We're going to have to drop some parameters. It, and it may take some time, too. Yeah, but yeah. it is a, a good giveaway. A very, very cool giveaway. We'll see. No, we won't. No, <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, It'll if, take some time. It'll yeah. take some time, but uh, until then, make sure to follow us on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Send us an email at Gmail. We got a new review on iTunes. Every single one of those helps us out. They count. They matter. Puts more eyes on what we do. With the movie coming out, we love your support. Mm-hmm. And if you want to support us with a little cash... You make it sound like we're making the movie here. With the movie coming out that we're in. <laughs> with the movie that is uh, putting more eyes on our product. Yeah. Um. If you want to give us some money, jump on Patreon. We had the poster breakdown, and for one of our July episodes, I think we're going to review a movie that we asked the Lords of Grantham Lounge on Facebook what they want, the lounge. Yeah. So it's going to be a fan-submitted movie review. Yes. And that's really cool. So until next time, that'll do. That'll do. Bye.